Welcome back to the Fantasy Football Formula. This is Wild Card Weekend. Your wild card. <laughs> All right, Corey, continue. Oh, you're sneezing. <laughs> continue on for me, please. This is the Sunday Slate DraftKings breakdown. Uh, we have three right there. It doesn't include Monday. No, no Monday. Okay. Yeah, so Miami, Buffalo, Giants, Minnesota, and Baltimore, Cincinnati for the night game. Another ones where it's spread out. You get to do all the late swaps when you start off. And uh, if your teams aren't looking great, swap off to the lower owned leverage plays. But as always, we'll start out giving you our favorite overall plays. Then we'll go ahead and do fa- give our favorite leverage plays and then build out a million maker. The winner. The winner. The we're going to win it. On, we're going to win it back to back Saturday, Sunday. <laughs> Quitting our job. First, first, first podcast to ever do it. <laughs> and then we'll and be so, recording yeah, recording in person in Florida exactly. when we all have houses down there. Yep. All right. Well, at the quarterback position, I mean, this is such a – I mean, are you Stuff just like, cross out Huntley and Skyler? Like, just – I think so. I think like, you so. Just, it like we rarely you rarely get like third string quarter or actually I mean it might not even be Huntley. Like it literally yeah, it might be, be Anthony Brown. Brown. Yeah. You yeah. rarely just get these third string quarterbacks starting in the playoffs. I think those, you know, let the people, you know, the four percent, five percent of people that play that burn they're burning money. Let them burn their money, pay yep. the rake, and uh out of these four remaining of Allen, Burrow, Kirk Cousins, Danny Dimes, I mean I don't know what they're doing with Josh Allen's pricing. 7.9K is... That's like, weird. I I, I can only imagine they're assuming the Bills are going to go up big early and then just take the air out of the ball. They must, because I mean... That's like the only like, thing like I can think of. one of his lowest prices he's been, and it's a three-game slate. It's wild. Um, yeah. Okay, so again, I, I don't I mean, I don't need to... I'm assuming Allen is got to be number one for everyone. He'll be the highest-owned guy. I'll, I'll, I'll throw in the uh, challenge flag on this one. I'm not sure about Josh Allen. I think if you actually look at the Bills' season, their two lowest scoring games are against the Dolphins. Okay. Um, so McDaniel's obviously got their number. Um, while I think they win this game because Skylar Thompson, uh, I'm, I'm getting more exposure in the running back position with the James Cook for the Bills. I okay. love the. Cheaper Wait, QBs here. Nick. What? Josh Allen put up 40 fantasy points and 30 fantasy points against Miami this year. <laughs> Wait a Nick, second. Sometimes Nick just... Did you look at the scores? <laughs> I got to go for 300. You had me there for a second. I was like, wow. I remember watching that second one for sure, and it was definitely a shootout. Yeah, it, I mean, he's what? run for like 150 yards on him, and There's he has no, six no touchdowns and 700 yards. 32-29 was that, that week 15 My brain must game. have been locked in uh, the first game. That was I a freezing know. cold game. Yeah. yeah. Snowballs being thrown from the yeah. yeah. Okay. So Yeah, I remember that now. <laughs> so, yeah, well, back to what you were <laughs> saying. Oh, Christmas time. Rewind. You like <laughs> Kirk Cousins and Daniel Jones? That out. Is what you're yeah, saying? So worry, I we'll love Kirk Cousins and Daniel Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, yeah. Yeah. I didn't know we were doing a uh, roast here, but um, <laughs> Unintentional. Yeah, Kirk Cousins, Danny Dimes. I think this is probably going to be the highest uh, scoring game on the slate. So, um, 
both weaker defenses, I will say. I think Danny Dimes probably has an advantage just with the running threat. Um, I, I hate the weapons, so it's it's very tough for me to to build a, a stack with Danny Dimes that I'm proud of. But uh, it opens up a lot, I'll tell you that. So there's a ton of good playmakers on this slate. So kind of a nice spot. Uh, Danny Dimes, you get some cheap wide receivers. You get a cheap QB, opens up a lot of doors for you down the road. Yeah, definitely. These two guys are going to be the, I mean, PB, correct me if I'm wrong, but the two highest owned are coming from that game, QB wise. You think, no, no, Josh Allen's. Josh Allen. sure. Really? Oh, yeah. I mean, he's Josh Allen. Right. And he's the, she's so cheap. Like, I mean, I like right now, what I'm saying is like 35% Allen, Cousins and Dimes around 20 to 25%. And then, Obviously, Skyler and the other guy, like they're going to be like five like, percent, yeah, ish, and then Burrow around fifteen to twenty. Yeah, well, and and the last time uh, the Giants and the Vikings played, we had twenty seven, twenty four. There, Danny Dimes put up twenty five, and Kirk put up twenty five as well. So, um, I think it's just a matter of seeing what pieces can fit. They're only three hundred dollars difference, uh, assuming you're going elsewhere other than Josh Allen. I think those are the only three really. Um, Baltimore has given Joe Burrow, like Joe Burrow's, I mean, they beat the the Ravens pretty easily in the last week of the year there, but he hasn't put up big numbers, like big, big Joe Burrow numbers against them this year, under 20 both times. Um, so I don't, I don't think I'll have much Burrow. I think it'll be mostly Josh Allen and then that middle game. Yeah, many times. I'm with you on that. I think Allen's my favorite. Burrow or uh, and then Dimes and Kirk are my next. Sprinkles. I do lean Dimes with Nick as well. Think he has that. Yep. What What is that? What is sprinkles. that? Sprinkles. Sprinkle in. Well, sprinkle plays. Okay. Um, well, of who? I know Corey. Corey's probably like uh, just Anthony play, Brown Jr. All the Josh Allen, right? No, oh it's, it's going to be a lot of Josh Allen and Kirk Cousins. Uh, those are the two quarterbacks I am going to be playing. But if you're going to tell me a quarterback's going to throw the ball 44 times in a single game. And put up eight points. Eight, eight points. points. And to do that again, I I am going to say you're, you, that you're lying. So <laughs> there is going to be a little sprinkies in here. When I say sprinkies, I mean – uh, the 40 to 50 lineups I will be building, there will be one to three Anthony Brown lineups if he's the starter. If it's Huntley, I'm I'm off. But if it is Brown and he's playing and, he, and he's throwing the ball 44 times, and he's Anthony Brown threat. is better for guys like Andrews and likely I will say that. And we'll get to there because remember what I talked about last week. Andrews being my favorite play. Well, we'll we'll get back to that later. But yeah, I mean they're going to be forced to pass so much. Yeah, no. So like, that's what, um, that's why I think Brown is, I mean, I understand just playing the pieces and just hopefully collecting from, but if he's throwing the ball 40, I, they don't want him to throw the ball 44 times. You're guaranteed a touchdown from Mark Andrews. Okay. All right. Oh. All right. I like guaranteed. it. Guaranteed. 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 Um, Barkley. Okay, so yeah, it's Allen, Dimes, Cousins, then Burrow for me in that order. Yeah. Um, Agreed. All right, running back. Uh, 
typically running back and quarterback, unless you're playing Anthony Brown, like a couple Corey and Skylar Thompson, I will say those typically you don't get leverage at QB. You do this week with them, but I'm just not going there. Usually running back quarterback, you can't get a lot of leverage. It's receiver and tight end, but we'll at least go over, you know, Saquon. I mean, Saquon, Dalvin, Mixon, they're all going to be owned, like 40 plus percent, 50 plus percent owned, all those guys. Who would you say of those chalky guys in order, how would you rank them? Uh, I'd go Cook, Saquon, Mixon. Nick? Um, I think I like Saquon. Okay. Dalvin Cook and James Cook. Well, I'm just talking, we're talking about ranking the top three, three, like highest owned guys. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm playing James Cook in every line. Oh, okay. Well, guess not playing any Joe Mixon there. No Joe Mixon for me. Okay. So for me, it's It's not a Mixon guy. It's Saquon, Dalvin, and then Mixon for ah, Mixon and Dalvin are really close. Like, but Saquon, I will say, is definitely my favorite running back play of the week. Uh, Every just, time I play Mixon, it just seems like P. Ryan is like the workhorse back for right? whatever reason. Like, I, I don't know. I just get too frustrated playing him. So, like, I, I would rather at least just spend $1,000 more and get Saquon. You know, you get the workhorse. Same thing with Dalvin Cook. Like, Madison has not done anything this year, so I'm not too worried about him, but. Yeah, I can't do mixing anymore. I'm just I'm just done with them. Okay, and then you have the next tier, which is, I mean, it's these like, Mostert might not be uh, Dobbins. Like, okay, I'm fading. Like, even if Mostert plays, I'm probably fading him. Dobbins, like, do you guys have any interest? I'm, uh, I think I'm full fading him. No, I think he lost there's... me the fantasy championship. He's done. <laughs> Dead to me. <laughs> just it's hard to run on the Bengals. You're gonna be playing from behind. He doesn't catch passes. Like I just don't see it going his way at all. Yeah, he's not even cheap back. either. Committee backfield too. Like let's yeah. not forget well, that Gus is hurt. So you got Ken and Drake, which is like he's Boys. gonna catch some passes. But I think if you want to get really contrarian, a, a fun a fun little correlation is JK and Ravens defense. I don't, I I like that. I I like if you're going to get way different, like on those Anthony Brown lineups, Corey, like, yeah, I like that. I'm not because you're just getting way different. I won't actually be playing. I got, there's certain, I'm just not even playing Ravens defense this week. Like, yeah. So I don't love to play, but if you're going to like sprinkle some Anthony Brown lineups, I think that's a decent move. Agreed. I like that call. Might as well just throw Matt Breida in there for fun. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know who's another another lineup's dead anyway. <laughs> another off the yeah. wall, another off the wall running back here. Salvan Ahmed. Wow. If Mostert, if Mostert doesn't play, obviously Jeff Wilson Jr. NASCAR driver is the lead guy there. <laughs> no Salvan Ahmed, four K, four K. What about the unit? No. No. I'm so Damn. if Mostert's out, Jeff Wilson, I think, is a is a very good play. Agreed. If you want to get really different dart throw wise, though, the last yeah. time the last that's, time that's the Bills right. or the Dolphins played the Bills, Ahmed was the number two back. 
because Wilson was out. Went for 40 and a touchdown. And at 4K, that pays for that price. Oh, yeah. And he's going to be 1%, 2% owned. Maybe half of that. Yeah, if that. So, I don't know. I mean, it's solely dependent on Mostert not playing. But it's a good leverage spot. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, I like Wilson. And then I, I like Nick's call. Like Between Singletary and Cook, it does seem like down the stretch they're wanting to go more towards this possibly more explosive guy in James Cook. And uh, I just, in this spot, like because they're such heavy favorites, I worry that they give this one more to Singletary and, and keep Cook for some of the later games. Like I'm going to probably mix in both, but it's or- – or do you get the rookie some playoff experience? Like if you're in a shootout, I don't think that. I, don't think that I do. I really do think you want one of these cheap guys, whether it's Wilson, Singletary, Cook, because they're such good receiver plays. Like I mean, when you have a slate with Tyreek, Diggs, yeah. Chase, and Jefferson yeah, yeah, yeah. on a three-game slate, like how, you're you're playing a minimum of one of those guys. It's like it's like the opposite of the Saturday lineups that we were building. Yeah. Like, but then you. But then again, you, it's like this is a little more balanced, where you're almost like. You almost need one of these Mixon. You almost need one of Saquon, Dalvin, or Mixon in every lineup. Pair it with a cheap running back, and then you want to make sure to get at least one of the stud receivers. That's how I'm playing it this week. Uh, it's a little more balanced on the running back receiver front. All right. Sweet. Get any uh, thoughts on Singletary versus Cook, Corey? I would say I, I lean Singletary. They trust him more. It's playoffs. Yeah. Uh, and James Cook, I mean, it's nice to get him involved in, you know, in the regular season and stuff. But this is the playoffs. I mean, you can't, you know, one wrong turnover can change the course of the game. I think you go with the guy you trust the most, and that's Singletary. I'm not saying James Cook is not going to get any playing time. He, he definitely is, and they've shown that they that they have now moved to this committee backfield. But when it comes down to it, I, I'd go with the guy that they trust more, and that's definitely going to be the veteran who has the experience in the playoffs and – um yeah, so that's why I lean for that one. All right. On to receiver. Um, Three-game slate. You know, with some of these receiver cores, there's definitely, I think, more, like we talked about on the last show, people like Agnew, Jennings. But you have more, even more options of this dust that, you know, they're going to see the fields. Um, but we'll first, as always, start with our favorite, like, good plays. So out of Jefferson, so I think we should all rank. This is tournament-wise, not like between Jefferson, Chase, Diggs, and Tyreek. Like, who, who, how would you rank them? Like in order of what you're gonna have exposure to. Jefferson, Diggs, Tyreek, Chase. Okay, I would do the same except flip Chase and Tyreek. So Jefferson, Jefferson Diggs, Diggs Chase, Tyreek. Just because of who's throwing him the ball. Like, right. I can't yeah. trust it. I can't trust Skylar Thompson. Yeah, I think I go Jefferson Diggs. I think the same course that you're looking at there, Alex. Yeah, so Jefferson, Jefferson Diggs. That's fair. Chase Hill. Yeah. For me, I'd go Diggs. Jefferson Chase Hill. But I think with Allen being my most exposed quarterback, I'm gonna actually get to the most digs. 
Miami Jefferson in the dome. My gosh. I mean, put up 34 you, against the Giants the last yeah. time they played. Yeah. I mean, you're going to need probably one, yeah, minimum one, probably two. And the top two guys, Jefferson and Diggs, I think are at least two steps ahead of the other two that we named above Chase and Hill in this week's matchups. Yeah. I agree. It's going to be tough. Like, I'm definitely having exposure to all these guys. Tyreek's a guy that, you know, no matter what his quarterback is, he can just yeah. get it done. I mean, no matter last week, 23 yards. And he's banged up still. Yeah. But he is Tyreek. Um, he'll be, he'll, he'll be like on a two game. He was running, on, he was running on a flat tire. <laughs> when you're getting Tyreek under 20% owned, it's on a two game slate. It's, it's pretty juicy. <clears throat> um, okay. all right. And then who, okay. Then so, you have like a really, I mean, not huge, but it's like, well, it's there's two guys and then a big drop and Higgins in the mid range. And then boom, right. you just go just straight to under 5k straight trash can big drop. So this is why it's like pretty, I mean, you're going to need one of the top guys. Like don't, I don't think you should just be playing Mixon, Dalvin, like and Saquon in the lineup and try to get different with these cheap receivers. I, I just don't think that's the best way to go about it this week. Make sure to get one of those four guys in every lineup. And then, you know, you know, T is, I mean, Watt will be way less owned than T, but I really don't think T is going to be super owned. Like, yeah, I almost like him more than Chase this week because of the price tag and and what you're saying, ownership. Like, uh, if Waddle's going to be 10 and Higgins is going to be 20, I mean, Higgins is already kind of enough of a leverage play where you don't need to go to Waddle. Right. They are dangling that cheese right in front of our noses, boys. Look at how cheap Gabriel Davis is. No, oh, you know oh, I'm going back. Look at how Gross. cheap. This no. dangling it right in front of our face. Nope. Absolutely love Gabe. Nope. Nope. <laughs> I, saw, I saw a stat this week that Gabe Davis had the lowest, like, separation or, like, get open rate in the league. He's terrible. He's, like, terrible he's literally the, the worst receiver to get open. And the only if time he didn't he, have Josh you know, down, he would be. Uh, you remember what he did in the playoffs last year, though? Yeah, I, know, I remember. I, I know. Don't. Listen, you can fade Gabe, slate. but on a two-game slate, when three, you have a guy three, with three, three, Josh three. Allen. Three-game slate. Oh, sorry, three-game slate. When you have a guy that plays wide receiver two with Josh Allen, you and he has slate-breaking upside, you just cannot fade it. I can. I've done it all year. <laughs> it's only burned me like one game. And then if if and and, and if I, I get played... fading him on like large but on these small slates, you, it's just so it's such a bad move to fade him. Like it's not though because he's his production is so like terrible. Okay, and then so okay, game. let's look at other guys. KJ Osborne's four six, Adam Thielen four five. KJ Osborne last three weeks has been a monster. Um, yeah, G- Gabe Davis is outscoring KJ Osborne this week. It sounds like a Corey PB bet. Yeah, let's do it in the uh, making. I'll take a bet on that. All right, How just much? straight up points. Classic, classic, so easy. Yeah. Classic, classic wager amount. Mm-hmm. 
sure. Absolutely nothing. You just One took the wide touch. receiver. <laughs> Corey just took the wide receiver three with Kirk Cousins versus the wide receiver two with Josh Allen. Congrats. You played yourself. I will be collecting that money when Gabe Davis scores like an 80-yard touchdown this week. Wait, right. guys, do this. We are 13 minutes and 30 seconds in just for clip referencing later, one way or the other. That's a bad, that's a bad, uh, one way or bad the other. call there, Corey. Um, all right. So, Corey, like, so, like, you know, we like Higgins over Waddle, whatever. All right. So now we get under 5K. This is when, like, I would say, this based is... off of, go ahead. Sorry. I was, I was saying, based off of what we've seen previously. And with Daniel Jones, his receiver core, you know, his wide receiver one, two, and three are like all under four, two. So they will be the chalk yep. cheap plays. And especially what they did last time against the Vikings, Richie James, Isaiah Hodgins. And Those now talking through it, it makes it like tough to like just eat Daniel Jones chalk. Like, cause anyone you play him with, like you're, you're getting nowhere on the field. I mean, you can get different in other spots of your lineup, but it's like, man, these guys have such easy paths to just dudding too. Oh yeah, Completely. and they're going to be like legit. All of them will be thirty to forty percent owned each. Like most people are going to have one Giants receiver in their lineup, and I like the idea of having one of these guys, but I don't necessarily love having two, or just I don't know. It's yeah, just a yeah. spot where you seems like natural leverage if these guys are all just going to be so popular. Yeah, if we're if we're going away from them, uh, I'm looking right below right below them. Demarcus Robinson is wide receiver one, right? Other than Mark Andrews, yeah, maybe like maybe you say likely and Mark Andrews are wide receiver one and two there, but um, Demarcus Robinson sitting there at 3,500 does not have to do a whole lot to get you to get you there, and I I highly doubt he's going to get much ownership. Oh no, yeah, he'll be under easily under twenty percent. Yeah, he, he. Whenever you have like <clears throat> guys like Slate, when you have the Hodgins, all three of these guys in the exact same price range yep. at 30, 40 plus percent, it's like nearly impossible for another guy to the same price or below to to get there. And then Nick, so, are you going to call out your favorite guy here sitting right there? Oh yeah, you going to do it? And I, I will say I don't mind him this week. I don't either. Who are you talking about? Come on, Come on. you know. You say him every week, but you say him on like a 15 game slate. Your guy. Sammy Watkins? No. <laughs> no. Absolutely not. 3.4K. Uh, oh, 34. Isaiah. Oh, Isaiah McKenzie. There yeah, we yeah. go. Yeah. I love I, I'm, I I'm he's with great. Nick. Yeah. Yeah. Agree. Isaiah McKenzie, truth over here. I've been talking about him all, both of us. He's a good play. If okay, the one thing that scares me is his hammy. Yeah, he's I love like... how you wait. wait, wait pause, 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 <laughs> pause. You, you, you talk down Gabe Davis so much, and then Isaiah McKenzie doesn't do anything either. He's about nothing. If I was building a franchise, I'd rather have Isaiah McKenzie. But, what has he done? What has he done? Look, well, the last time he, he doesn't have to do anything. He has Stephon Diggs. On or, sorry, not the last time. The the. Uh, when the second game of the year, he crushed them. It was the th- yeah yeah. So this is why he started I, I a lot like him in the spot because they like to play McKenzie more in man coverage. But 
it's like I just hate how you just like dog on Davis so much, yet you just always hype up McKenzie, who's also done nothing. I know. That's fine. But that's <laughs> hey, he had two catches last week. Okay? I, I I don't think Gabe Davis is as amazing. I'd rather go to down to Isaiah McKenzie than pay yeah. up for Gabe Davis. That's what I'm saying. Pay up Davis is four nine. Like it's not like you're it's a little McKenzie's more. three four. You're okay. saving yourself twelve hundred. That's what I'm not saying McKenzie's is should be the number one receiver there. All I'm saying is if I'm paying for competing with first, Khalil Shakir and Beasley more now too. I'm just saying that I'd rather play the, the cheaper true. guy twelve hundred less, who has basically the same upside as Gabe Davis. Gabe so Davis has more upside, but I'll say okay, that. okay, I'll, I'll give you this. Okay, but all right. Um, I other than that, like I, I will say so of, of your fame, like let's say like you're playing one guy, like let's say we're saying okay, fade maybe just the straight. Danny Dimes and Giants receivers like because people are going to do that because it allows them to just get to all these other guys like it it makes sense why because they're good plays because they're the top guys in the in that offense and allows you to play Jefferson and Saquon all these guys that's why I was saying it was going to be that's why I was saying it was likely going to be the most popular stack yeah I mean I, I think Josh Allen will still come in higher own but I think the secondary pieces of the giants for sure will come in higher okay. i'm gonna say the only giants i really have any interest in is going to be richie james and um slayton that's it it's really weird richie james is considered by the team and like all the beat reporters as wide receiver number one yeah and he's the cheapest guy he was seven for seven last week like he's got great hands he's building some trust with danny dimes so He's definitely my favorite under 4K play, but I know he's going to be a lot higher on. So, yeah, I I like Slayton. Just one, he last time they played the Vikings, I played a ton of Danny Dimes, but I just had him with yeah. the wrong plays. I didn't have the Hodgins, and I went nearly all in on Slayton because I like his speed matchup. And, and if everyone, I think Slayton also is the best leverage play, like Hodgins and. And James are gonna be way more owned, and Slayton's right there with them. Like, there's no reason I think that he should be less owned. So I'll just take the ownership discount and uh, and play him. He had 80 yards on four catches last time they played. What and, about uh, what about the the forgotten boy on the island, the island boy, Galladay? <laughs> I mean, you could. I don't. There's no way they haven't played him all year. There's no way just because yeah. he had that game. He, they... he only played in that game because the backups played. Yeah, I know. That's, right. That's why they played Absurd. him. Absurd. He's a sixty million dollar player. You yeah. can just see it. They'll bring him out right in the red zone. Like, oh, he's a big guy, and then he'll catch. <laughs> They're gonna get his money's worth. Everyone. This game. Nobody's gonna have him. No one's gonna be quicker to get cut this offseason than Kenny Galladay. And they're gonna try to trade him, but then the teams are gonna be like. No, you no didn't even play him. Why are we trading for this guy? Here's a here's an eighth rounder that doesn't exist. That's what we'll <laughs> trade you for. <laughs> we'll give you this undrafted free agent. And you get up. to eat the contract still. Yeah. Honestly, like Texans should just get him. Like have tons of cap space. Just I'm glad you said what about Ty- do you guys like Tyler Boyd? Any he's tough, man. Yeah. I... He's tough. I feel like he's he out of all the guys we just named in that range is the most talented. 
but is also probably in the most crowded pass catching yeah. field of them all and is just such a dart throw because of that. Yeah, yeah. I, w- I will say I'm not like – I will say Slayton and Gabe Davis are definitely my like favorite of like these like cheaper guys. I feel um, like you need a touchdown out of Boyd for him to pay his price. Like you need a touchdown like 80 yards. Yeah. But like, yeah, I mean, McKenzie, like there's just some, yeah. I mean, all these guys you're going to see like Shakir, maybe get a few targets, James Proch, because he's like, they only have so many guys to pass to. And then Sammy Watkins, I don't know. McKenzie. No, thanks. I I will say McKenzie though. McKenzie, I I like. Liking him the most. And this will probably change by Sunday. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, should we go on tight end? Tight yeah, end. it's a good tight end. All right. <laughs> Lead us off. Lead us off, Patrick. It's Mark Andrews. Like I last week I mentioned well, this is when I thought Tyler Huntley was playing. I said they're gonna have to pass all game long to keep up with the Bengals. And it ended up not being Huntley with Brown. But again, I said they I could see them having to throw 40 plus times. Anthony Brown had to throw 40 plus times. What happens? Isaiah likely had 100 yards. Too many yards. Too yep. many yards, BB. Just too many yards for Corey. Three he had 13 many. targets, eight for 103. So I, I said Andrews was the guy you're gonna need last week. Well, he was out. Isaiah likely became my favorite tight end play of the slate. He was the optimal guy on yep. the main slate. And yep. I and Mark Andrews is just is better than Isaiah Likely. Yes, he's gonna be more expensive than 2.8k last week, but I mean, they're gonna have to throw the ball all game. This is the playoffs. They're not they can't just run it with Dobbins when they're down. They're gonna be forced to. And yeah, I I'll say I like Isaiah likely a little bit, but now he's three point three, the tight end two, and Mark Andrews is getting double digit targets, couldn't get up to fifteen targets, I'd say even. And I I mean, how do you not play a guy when he's getting fifteen targets at five point two K? That's a very yeah, good point. How do you yeah. not play a guy with 15 targets? Sorry to cut you off, Corey. I think we might be on the same tip here. What? Cool. Hawkinson. Uh, I mean, I, I like Hawk. him too, but I just like Andrews a little 16 more. 16 targets, 109 yards, and two touchdowns against the Giants the last time they played. And now, I don't know. It's a good play. That's a good play. I do like me some Hawk. I do. Um, I think I think tight end this week too relies. Sorry, I keep cutting you off. No, no, I think tight end tight end relies heavily this week or on this three game slate on who you're playing at quarterback. Herb Smith's too. back. Remember for the. Fighting. I don't care. Yeah. I don't think it matters. That a was a pity. That was a pity play to throw him in there last week. Not this week. I, I don't. I, he maybe gets in on four or five snaps. He lost his spot there. He's gonna be free agent next year. Yeah, they didn't trade for Hawk to play Herb Smith. Yeah. Um Dawson Knox. So they'll run packages with both of them in the red zone. No, they definitely will. Um yeah. Dawson Knox is interesting. Last time he played Miami, he crushed them yeah. um in the snowball. Yeah, Miami's bad against tight ends. Miami's bad against tight ends. I love Dawson Knox. Yeah. Um one of my favorite things one of the things I will be also doing, um, sprinkling in both if I do my sprinkies with um whoever the quarterback is for the Ravens. We'll be playing both Mark Andrews and likely um, in the same. In the same. 
Yeah. Yeah, I, I like that call. And this is three games slate because there's you know, I like Hawkinson a lot. I like Hawkinson Andrews. Like I'm more, way more willing on this slate to play two tight ends. On shorter slates, I'm always willing to play play two tight ends. Okay, so, let me okay, let me ask you this. Would you rather play um TJ Hawkinson or Gabe Davis in the flex? I mean, so from like an if you're speaking like an optimal, question. like if I was building a double up lineup, I would play Hawkinson. If I'm playing a tournament, ten times out of ten, I'm playing Gabe Davis. Okay, what about TJ Hawkinson or Tyler Boyd? Hawkinson. Okay. Um, I mean, I know those. They're Hawkinson. Still yeah, like I think that the tight more. ends are really good flex plays. Yeah, like, I think they are too because you don't have that like five to like it just jumps so far down like. If if Waddle and Higgins do nothing, right? You have this top tier of like these eight K guys, and then it just goes jumps like to sub five, and then you have you know Hawkinson and Andrews who are really good plays, but they're in that. So it's just based off of salary. Like I could see two tight ends being optimal. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and and we just called out you know what four guys, five guys that we all pretty much all agreed upon. And I, I'm even, I'm actually going to probably sprinkle in a little Irv Smith because he's the cheap, like whenever you can't get receivers at 2.5 K, like the right. only position you can get like the bare minimum right. is, is, and I don't see any other 2.5 K tight ends like at all. Any, uh, any love for Hayden Hurst? No. He had his best game against uh, Baltimore earlier in the year. Yeah, six catches, maybe. Don't hate it. Yeah. What about um Daniel Bellinger? Yeah, those Danny Dimes lineups to get a little different on the wide receiver range. I like that call in the yeah. sense of like a little leverage off of the receivers. Like Bellinger, yeah. no one plays, but I mean Bellinger just hasn't been a guy. I mean he hasn't scored a touchdown or no. Okay, he scored two early in the season, but he just gets like two targets, three. Like I don't yeah. know. Harrison Smith is listening to this, and yeah, I mean, the Vikings. If you say to play him, if yeah, Harrison Vikings, Smith is listening to this. I'm not playing a single giant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I, all right. So I built another lineup. If we want to shift over to there, let, let's plug it in really quick, and because I kind of took pieces of everything we said, we don't okay. have to keep it. I just want to show you what we did. Let's see. All right, go to go to receiver. Jefferson Chase Diggs. Oh my gosh! Whoa. Tight end Mark Andrews. Ravens defense. <laughs> Danny uh-huh. Dimes. James Cook and Salva and Albnad. Oh my! Okay, I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> but you, cannot. You, get, you get four absolute wet, and you know you can do whatever you want with the running backs and the flex, like you, Nick. Okay, I, I'll. Explain. I put in McKenzie, but. <laughs> Kind of crazy you could get all these guys in only going to Danny Dimes. But here, here's what you're saying with this lineup. For this lineup to succeed, right? You're saying none of Mixon, Cook, or Saquon have a remotely good game at all. You're also saying not a single Danny Dimes is running for like 150 and two touchdowns. <laughs> you're also not saying, a single pass catcher. You're also yeah. saying this same lineup, Jefferson Chase Diggs, I'll go off. I can see that. Like, you can sell me on that. Yeah. You're also saying that not a single mid-range or anyone besides Isaiah McKenzie does absolutely anything. You're saying <laughs> – I think you could. Nobody think you could, does anything. Like, 
you could be the only one to submit a lineup like that. Yeah, you will, but it's and just... And if those four guys go for 30 points, it doesn't matter. Yes, it does matter, because that means Sa- Saquon Cook or Mixon also can't get 30. If they do, yeah, you're losing. If James Cook goes for 20 points, like... Yeah, then you're fine, you but have Ahmed the- has to do that. It's just so yeah. much to... <laughs> I get it. It's it's a it's it a just kind of funny fun. I know sure, I said but... we didn't have to keep it. I was just showing you it's it's possible. Yeah, I think you just it's rare. You just never. I mean, one of these mid range guys or cheap guy is going to get for there. sure. Yeah. All right. So who who do you guys want to start? <laughs> um, who, who do you guys want to start this off with, Allen? I mean, I'd say we probably fade dimes in this one just because all those Giants chalk pieces are so chalky. I would say Allen then. Yeah, I'd just go Allen. Okay. He's fun. He scores so points. Now, I'm not against playing one of the. Of yeah, the no, definitely play one of them, but. Um, all right. So, we, so we're going digs of the. You guys want to put Knox in this one or, or Gabe or McKenzie? I mean, when you play Allen, you could literally play like three guys with them but i vote gabe i don't like gabe davis i'd rather no. play james cook but no, i know you guys no, don't I'd talking play about receiver i i'd rather play knox that would be my go-to second right. guy and then mckenzie or I, I, i'm fine putting james cook in this get you get a james cook digs knox stack because knox they're that'll let us get Another the Cook brothers get, up there. I'll let us get one of these big guys. The Cook brothers. Uh, that would be awesome. Yeah, Stepping I think we put up. Saquon or Dalvin. I vote Saquon. I I don't oppose to either. Saquon also like if he's the one Minnesota's going. Minnesota's top ten run defense. The the reason I mean it's just Saquon. If all those Giants receivers are popular, right? What's the best way they fail? Saquon. Saquon. Yeah. Like that, if you're if so, if you're leveraging, if you're like, okay, I'm not gonna play like two, I think of these. they're just gonna be forced to pass though. Like the Vikings offense is so, explosive. yeah, but Saquon can catch like eight balls, yeah. I, I'd yeah. rather, yeah, I mean, 10 targets against them last week, yeah. Last I'd like, play. let's go Saquon. Oh, he literally caught eight balls, yeah, <laughs> 10 <laughs> targets, eight catches against them last time. Okay, so now we got to get – let's go grab a defense here. I vote Ravens just because mm. it's a divisional game. It's cheap. I vote Giants. If we pairing with Saquon. I like Ravens. Against Burrow in Cincy. Oh, gosh. We All right, fine. PB's going to throw a hissy fit. Let's at least give him one. We'll give him the, the Giants. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let him pick the next receiver. See what we got. <laughs> you know where he's going. If we let him pick the next receiver, <laughs> no, no, because no, then we just have the whole Bills team. That's on three game slates. There's been I've that seen could be fine. Yeah. Millie Makers one. The Bills. There's six Bills in a lineup. Yeah, right. If, I don't if, doubt it's, that at all. if we're gonna like quadruple stack a team, it's it's the Bills. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, I don't mind getting Gabe or McKenzie in this lineup, like really going all out, but um. Let's try to get a little. Trying to think of the other teams you want to think. Maybe think of so Buffalo. We have exposure too. We don't really need Miami exposure. Giants. We have oh Minnesota. We probably want a Minnesota guy. Yeah. So 
I, I mean, I, I mean, Jefferson, I don't think we can fit. I, I would say Hawkinson, but. Okay. I, I, I don't mind doing that. Let's try that. Okay. 4,800. Oh, two receivers. We're going to have to go low. Uh, we have 4,800 for two receivers. Yeah. So that means we could get either like McKenzie and T or. I don't think you can get T. Really? Yeah, we can. Oh, you can. Or it would be like Gabe and Tyler Boyd or something, right? It would yeah, which yeah. That seems really gross to me. I like Mackenzie Higgins better than I mean I like I like this lineup. I'm trying to think of where our biggest leverage is though, and I don't see a whole lot of it. I mean I think it's Barkley off the receivers, and then it's no, but Barkley's definitely getting owned. It's just it's going to get owned, but you're getting leveraged by like two other people that play Barkley plus the receivers. You're like fading that, and you're playing Giants defense, saying like, oh, maybe they score a defensive touchdown or something. Two tight ends. Yeah, but I mean, I guess Knox T McKenzie combo, or James Cook. Yeah, I yeah. guess it's it's low enough, but probably. Duplicated right, a little bit, but uh, we'll see. We're All gonna right. put it in and then we'll we'll take a look at it before Sunday. Yeah, just definitely always be conscious of uh how you pair pieces and knowing like all right, it when I'm, every lineup you stare at, be like, okay, where am I getting leverage on everyone else? But that'll do it for this episode. Uh we will see you next week. When all of our predictions have come true. <laughs> when we're millionaires. Two millionaires after we've taken down both these Multi. slates. Multi-millionaires. And uh, yeah, so we'll be back next week for what what weekend is Divisional that called? Round. Divisional round. Divisional round. Yeah. It's going right. by so fast. See you next week.